we're gonna keep it. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have to write anything before coming on this, did I? It was just... Uh, kinda. Shit. <laughs> okay. Um, um, so you want to talk about politics? No, I... No? No, I... You want to talk mean, about, like, uh, if, if euthanasia? We, like, killing people or children in China? What, whatever your preference is. I see, like, what okay. are you into? Not that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I honestly don't know if the sound sounds all right. We're gonna I'm going to scoot up a little bit more, but we're going to keep them. Oh, dang, my ice is melting. Let me drink this. See, that's why I didn't want a cup with ice, because you pour the Diet Coke in, and the water... <laughs> that didn't taste good. That tastes like plastic. But has that been sitting like in your room for like a day? Yeah, it's been sitting in my fridge. It happens. <laughs> okay, I'm going to introduce my guest here. I think this is the 22nd episode of the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. And this leather chair makes noise, so I'm going to try not to make too much. It's right. the chair. Trust me, guys. All right. <laughs> First off, I'd like to thank you all for returning. Uh, my sponsors that I don't have are Diet Coke. Um, I use a Yeti mic. And I try not to cry whenever I go to sleep at night. But other than that, <laughs> there's nothing cr really cool in my life right now. But I do have a special guest. This is one of my favorite people that I hardly ever get to see. His name is Anthony Palazzolo. He's looking at me like I'm weird, but that's okay. Don't say anything, dog. This is the show right here, man. You just got to sit here and watch me talk for an hour and a half. You okay with that? Yeah, thank you. All right, but yes. I met Anthony through a high school organization called Key Club. We're probably going to talk about that a little bit. But uh, Anthony's a real cool guy. He's from Springfield, and I go to college in Springfield, so that's very convenient. So I... Without further ado, we're gonna crack this Diet Coke can open in three, two, one. Hey, you know what that means. Yeah, you like that, don't you? <laughs> How are you, Anthony? Uh, I'm fantastic. You're fantastic? I am. Yes. Have you ever been on a podcast before? Um, not one as semi-professional as this. You think this is semi-professional? I mean, you freaking went out and bought a mic. Yes, I, I did. You actually post every episode. I try. Consistently, so I'd, I'd say this is semi-professional. All right, well, it was the one before this. Um, my friend and I tried to make a stupid podcast. A stupid podcast? Stupid podcast. What was it about? Um, literally, we just get random topics to talk about and basically just talk shit about those random topics. You like to talk shit? I, it's, it's, <coughs> I'd consider it one of my best qualities, yeah. I respect that. <laughs> a good Italian will do that, is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's talk about, first off, can you lean in a little bit more? Yeah, sure, yeah. All right, we're gonna keep this so everybody can hear all of our vowels. Okay. All right, let's talk about, I wanna give people a good idea of who you are as a person, because okay. not everybody knows you. Right, right. Your name is Anthony. Correct. Your name, last name is Palazzolo. I think so, yeah. All right. So where are you from? Springfield. Springfield, Illinois. Born yep. and raised. Born and raised? Yep. Do you like it at all? Um, you get used to it after a while. Yeah. I mean, there's really not that much to do here. My friends and I basically drive around, go watch movies at one of our local movie theaters. Mm-hmm. And basically go to each other's houses. That's really about it. There's not all that much to do here. I understand that. So that being said, you have just graduated high school. I have indeed. How's that feel? 
Um, liberating. You feel like a big boy? Uh, a little bit. Making you know. moves. <laughs> it's it's kind of odd not having a schedule to do every day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got work, but it's not as like demanding from eight to three as like a normal school school day. I got you. Where do you work? Uh, Noonan's True Value. It is a small local hardware store in Springfield. That is small town Americana yeah. right there, dog. Yeah, it is. So. You're going to college. You're going to Bradley in Peoria. Indeed. I want you to talk about what you want to study because I think that's pretty interesting. Okay. So uh, it all started sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, I My English teacher, who is still one of my favorite teachers at our school, um, was also teaching a broadcasting class. Yeah. And uh, I had a couple friends who were already in it. And they're like, yeah, it's, it's really fun. It's an easy class. You should join it. And I'm like, yeah, okay, why not? We had just gotten eight hours instead of seven hours a day during school. So I'm like, I have an extra class period. I'll go ahead and take the class. And uh, I can honestly say it was one of the best school decisions that I've made. Uh, Basically what you do in that is you write, direct, and edit short films. And uh, you have a show that that honor students are in charge of making. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, And... I enjoyed it so much that I'm like, hey, you know, this may be something that I want to do. So I started looking at colleges that uh, had that a good broadcasting major, mm-hmm. like more along the lines of writing and editing film, not necessarily like being a sports broadcaster. Okay. Because we also did that. We filmed uh, games and stuff like that. I got you. So you worked with athletics a little bit. A little bit. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, I'm going to Bradley. The major there is called TV Arts, but it's basically like journalism and filmmaking and stuff like that. And I, to like kind of get another grasp or whatever of what I'll be doing, my cousin's husband lives in LA and is actually edits movie and TV trailers as his job. Well, that sounds pretty lit. Yeah. And my aunt's like, I can get you in contact with him if you want. I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. And so during last summer, I went for a week and visited him in Burbank, which is where I got this fantastic hat. I was about to say. And uh, went to work with him every day. And yeah, it was a really cool experience. So that's what you think you want to do? Definitely. Yeah. I gotcha. So is it just like a four-year thing that you study or do you have to do any graduate school or stuff like that? Um... As of right now, from what I've been hearing from the school, it's just a four-year thing. Yeah. Um, I'm sure once I go, I'll figure out if I want to get, like, a master's or anything in it. But, I mean, to be a film editor, you really don't need to have all that much of an education, I think. And necessarily that. Like, as long as you're good at, at what you're doing. Yeah. Like, my cousin's husband didn't even go to college for that. He went to Brown and didn't even study he studied business i think okay and then he was born in california and he came back and he wanted to get a job at the place where he works now and they're like do you know how to use this software and he's like yeah i know how to use the software because he had done the same thing that i did in high school Mm -hmm. and uh he had actually forgotten so he spent that whole night before his first day or before his like going in interview job job interview and uh figured out how to use the program read up on everything so, but yeah, I mean, you don't really need necessarily that specific college education. You just kind of need to know what you're doing and kind of have like 
a view of what you want to make with the footage that you've got and stuff like that. Okay. So I have two questions, but I'll ask this one first. Okay. You, like, what did you want to do before this? Did you have an idea? I, I had yeah, no, no clue. idea. No clue. I got you. Okay, then that makes the second question a little bit easier. Like, have you ever thought about, like, I guess not TV production, but did you have any interest on being on the camera on the other end of the editing? Um, or, like, you're actually the one, like, doing the stuff that's filmed? Not really. I got you. Um, I mean, and some of the stuff that we've made in the class, I have been on the other side. Mm -hmm. Like, I've been an actor for some friends' stuff. and um, Did you like it? Yeah, it's interesting. I do enjoy... Um, getting a script and memorizing lines and acting out with people. Uh, for the last short film that my friend and I made, uh, we were both the main characters too, so it oh, was yeah. kind of it was kind of difficult because we had to get other people from the class. We had to get our other friends to be behind the camera, mm -hmm. which is difficult because you can tell them what you want them to get, but it might not always turn out how you want. So then you got to reshoot. A couple times and everything, but it uh, it went pretty smoothly. I got gotcha. you. So so there's definitely a skill that you have to learn behind the mm -hmm. camera at least. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. It's kind of interesting because we've talked about what we want to do. Our paths kind of intertwine mm -hmm. a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I think it'd be pretty crazy if we ever got the chance to work together. Oh, I would love that. That'd be, That'd be awesome. All right, if one of us makes it, we'll try to figure it out. All right, you and I almost just spilled the. That would have been sad. I'm so sorry. Right. We shook hands. That's what happened. That's what homies do: shake hands and drink diet coke. Yeah, you like that one? That was good. All right. So you said that Peoria. Me and Anthony had breakfast together. <coughs> I guess it was lunch because it was like noon, one o'clock in the afternoon. But it was breakfast food. So. Yes, absolutely. I'll take breakfast. It makes it sound like I did more with my life. <laughs> But uh, you said that Bradley was something that just kind of, it was the college that kind of showed itself to you. Mm -hmm. You had a vibe with it. It felt good. And yeah. you know people that are going there. Yeah. Okay. So I'm trying to think. Peoria, you said it's a little bigger than Springfield. It is a little bit bigger. It also is a little bit more sus than Springfield. It is. Um, I mean, I have some close family members who live uh like family friends who live in Peoria, it's it's pretty dangerous. People people get shot there a lot, Dang. especially in the downtown area of Peoria. I got it's you. not safe. Like Charles, if you talk to Charles Schneider, uh -huh. like he can probably tell you it's not the safest area in Illinois. I got you. Well, I mean Chicago is much worse, I, I much imagine. much worse. Yes, but Peoria is not the best place either. I got you. Well, you brought up Charles, so yeah. I think we might wind up taking a detour into the Key Club, if that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. That's how we met. So I'm trying to remember how we met exactly, but I have to have been at... I San Antonio. You think San Antonio? I think San Antonio was the first time I met you. I got you. I feel... This is the thing. Whenever I was in Key Club, the first couple of years, I didn't hardly speak to anyone. I was, like, doing stuff... Before I get too far into it, some people that might not know what Key Club was. It was a community service organization in high schools. One of the biggest ones in the world for mm -hmm. high schools. But uh, you get to travel to conventions. That's how I met Anthony. We're in the same district, Illinois, Eastern Iowa. Or I say we were in the same district. 
I guess we still are for Circle K, but I'm not in Circle K. Well, I'm going to join Kiwanis, so I won't be in Circle K either. But I got you. That soccer field is called Kiwanis Stadium. Is it really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Everybody I never, says I never knew that. I didn't know until I got here. People call it Kiwanis or something. I see. Um, that makes sense. Whenever I first heard about Kiwanis, I thought they said Iguanas. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? <laughs> yeah, it's the local Iguanas club. <laughs> My dad was like, ah, that's not it, Chief. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's how me and Anthony met. I feel like I saw you before because you were a part of the district board. It's just yeah. I never spoke to you. I don't know. Possibly, yeah. Because I'll tell you right now, young Jackson and, like, a little bit older Jackson did not, they wouldn't have meshed well. But that's okay. I grew up a little bit. I decided that I was going to be a little bit more outgoing. But uh, there's a bunch of people. Like, I remember... My freshman year district convention, uh, Christian Joy. That was, I think, my sophomore year. You remember her? Mm-mm. She was a governor. You mean Kristen? Yeah. Kristen. What's her last name? I don't remember. But, yes, yeah, Kristen. Uh, there was a governor, I think, Abby. Abby Mast, yeah, she was my first governor. All right. Graham Novak was the yeah, governor. That Graham. was my freshman year. Graham's a cool dude. I remember I went to a, it was called the Fall Leadership Rally uh-huh. in Belleville. And that's when I first met Graham, and they put me in the governor workshop. Oh, boy. <laughs> and that was my freshman year. I was like, ah, I don't know about this. <laughs> it was like, I don't want your job yet, dude. <laughs> but, yeah, that's how I, I was one of my first memories. But in San Antonio, that's whenever I – I was still pretty shy back then. But uh, that's probably when we first started, like, talking well enough. Mm-hmm. That was – I'm trying to – what year was that? That, that was, was in 2016, 2017, I think. Was it really? Yeah, that was... I've been out of high school for a year, and that was the my junior summer. That would have been your sophomore, sophomore summer. Yeah. So it wasn't a blast from the past right there, dog. What was the one... Was Chicago right after San Antonio? Yes. I'm pretty sure. I didn't go no, to Chicago. were you in Atlanta? Oh, Atlanta. I was not in Atlanta. Okay. I remember that, too. Like, I remember the locations. If, right. If Chicago was directly after San Antonio, then Chicago was my senior one. Mm-hmm. Are you two years younger than me, or a year no, younger? No, I'm one year younger than That's you. That's what I thought. Okay. What else? There, there had to have been another one between San Antonio and Chicago. Here's the way it worked for mine. Like, Indianapolis was my freshman year one. Right. And then it went from the sophomore year one that I didn't go to, and I thought that was Atlanta. And then I think it went San Antonio and then Chicago. I think you're right, yeah. That's what I remember, but it's been it's been a little while. It had, it's been a long time. Did you go to... Here's a fun fact. Like, your father is big into Key Club and Kiwanis, for people that don't know you. So you've traveled. I saw you on a snap map one time in Paris. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought that was kind of funny. (laughs) That was, I think, that was directly after San Antonio. I got you. Was that a Kiwanis conference? That was the Kiwanis convention, yeah. Okay. I got you. Well, the way it works for the people that are listening that are probably confused by now... (laughs) There's international conventions and district conventions. Mm-hmm. District conventions are the ones where it's just like the people, say, from Illinois, like me and Anthony were. And then there's the international conventions, which is international, obviously, people all over the world. And the one where me and Anthony at least spoke to each other at least one yeah. time <laughs> was San Antonio. 
and uh, that was pretty interesting. But uh, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you a story. Okay. I'm not gonna say the names, but it's funny. Okay. Okay. Let's see if I can at least figure out. I don't want to say the names because I, the I understand. I yes. understand, but I want to see if I can figure it out though. Okay. There was this girl that I met in San Antonio. Okay. Yep. And so from II. Yes. Okay. We're gonna keep it like okay. that. <laughs> Slowly narrowing it down. <laughs> I'll make you a deal. I'll say the name after the podcast. Okay. All right. Okay. But what happens is I take a shining to this girl. Don't know why. Just wind up talking to her a lot. I like her. She's nice. Like I figure, worst case scenario, we'll be friends. And so what happens is, it's this is a roller coaster of a story, dog. <laughs> <laughs> what happens is. We wind up, international conventions a week long, we spend a lot of time together. My friend wants me to dance with her, like at our, one of our, the dance things, mm-hmm. one of those nights. But whenever you go to a key club convention, it's, you dance with a little bumping and grinding. And yes. uh, that, that, I remember that, definitely. But uh, I, was, I felt bad f- because I didn't want to dance with this girl like that because she told me a bunch of serious stuff and I thought that wasn't cool. Mm-hmm. And so I just felt like shit because I never did it and like I was going to. This You could tell I was in high school and I was being weird. <laughs> but um, we did all this. We didn't dance. Knick-knack, paddywhack, I feel bad. She thinks I'm being silly because it's not a big deal. Flashback two to three years ago, my freshman year district convention. Okay. I am a freshman and I'm with a bunch of like older kids and this was my second trip in Key Club and I thought I'll give it another try. My first one was kind of weird but I liked it enough and uh, I was they weren't bullying me but I was like the movie scene type stuff where we need to get him like some poontang or something (laughs) stupid like that and they're trying to embarrass me and make me feel weird and don't get me wrong they succeeded multiple times but they're just being Dicks, but yeah. it's okay. I, I guess I would say I'm friends with some of them now. But uh, they try to get this girl to come up and grind on me whenever I was a freshman, whenever I was 14, and I was so socially awkward, dog. I was nice, don't get me wrong, but doing anything with someone of the opposite sex was a little bit of a challenge for me back then. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a player now. A lot better, though. <laughs> a lot better. <laughs> And this girl comes and sits by me and, like, is trying to talk to me. And I'm being nice and not being rude, but it's just, like, uncomfortable, man. And, like, I tell her I want to go to my room and be alone or just, like, I, I'm trying to tell her to leave me alone, but mm-hmm. nicely. I could be saying the story wrong, but this is how I remember it. Right. But, and then a flashback to San Antonio, like, three years later... Like, I'm laying in bed with, and my friend's staying in the same room with me. Mm -hmm. Like, dog, I think that girl's the girl I said I don't want to dance with three years ago. (laughs) (laughs) And I ask her, I was like, that's you? (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, went full circle. We wound up dancing at my last week. That's that's funny. Yeah. We we're friends now, but that was yeah. <laughs> uh, that that one's on the mic now, dog. <laughs> what a coincidence! Yeah, 
Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Definitely some weird stuff. It's funny though. But yes, back to how we met. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be honest. From that story, I have no clue who it is. That's okay. I'll, I'll tell you in a second, or however long we are after. But um, I'd say we probably met in San Antonio. Yeah. Uh, I went with my friend Ryan, and I think there was one or two other people that went with us. But uh, I don't remember everyone from Murfreesboro who was there. Makes me feel better. I don't remember everybody from Murfreesboro, and I lived there. <laughs> but uh, I think Jessica went with us. I'm not gonna say all she the last last names of these people because privacy, but also it doesn't matter. Right. If you know me well enough, you probably know who I'm talking about. But um, it was definitely interesting. I don't remember being like normal Jackson. I was probably still pretty shy. And I'm going to be honest, Anthony. Whenever I first met you and from knowing you now, like I think you have the capacity to talk to just about anybody. It's just like you're not like the most extroverted person mm-hmm. I've ever met. I agree. But you're, don't get me wrong. You're a cool guy. I like you. We're well, friends. Well, thank you. <laughs> but uh, whenever we met each other, like I saw some similarities in the sense that like we both weren't that mo- the outgoing person that mm. does everything. Don't get me wrong, I try to be funny for the most part, but there's times where I just want to be by myself. But uh, I do want to ask you, how did you get into the whole like district level? Another thing that I should probably clarify for people that don't know how Key Club worked, there was a club level, which was at the high school, and the district level, where there was a district board and everything which Anthony was a part of multiple times, and then there goes the international level that consists of the people that are the heads of the district level, like the governors and the international trustees. Did I explain that right? Repeat the last part that you said. I think I said the governors are on the international level. Like the international trustees and the international president and vice president worked with the governors in the districts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Anthony was on the district level yeah. multiple times. So let's talk about... Since you're, even your sister was a part of Key Club pretty yeah. importantly, yeah. but we're going to get into that in a hot second. I just want to know how you got into it. Um, my dad uh-huh. uh, basically made me join Key Club when I got into high school, and I knew I was going to have to join. It wasn't like something that just came up. Uh, I'm not being rude. I do want to make sure we're catching everything, but continue. Okay. Uh, yeah, so my dad kind of made both my sister and I join at first and both mm-hmm. of us were wary about doing it but we eventually grew to enjoy everything that was going on yeah. um, how I got on the district board though my dad they the January board meeting was in Springfield because the next district convention was going to be in Springfield that year Okay. and so January board always meets wherever the next district convention is going to be because that's the last board meeting before convention Mm -hmm. so they were at the crown plaza and my dad's like you're not doing anything tonight you're gonna come with me and we're gonna go check out the board meeting because he was on the adult committee at the time and he's like i i have to be there since they're in town you know me not being there would kind of look bad yeah i got you so we're there and we're sitting in the back and everything and uh the district administrator at the time is like hey no one's running for these positions you know, we got to get people to do this before the clock runs out in like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And my dad's like, "There's no one running for treasure. You're running for treasure." I'm like, oh. "No, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to do that." 
And he's like, I don't care. You're running. I'm like, well, shit. All right. So filled out the application. No one else ran. And I, I got the position mm-hmm. as, let's see, what was it? That was, was that freshman year going into be a sophomore? So needless to say, I, I was the youngest person on the board at yeah. the time. Everyone else was at least a year ahead of me. <coughs> mm-hmm. And I think there was, might have been one person who was the same age. And even then, like we had DT who was two years above me. He was a my name sounds an LTG. Right. Yeah, he was he was a cool he was a cool guy. I gotcha. Um, by the way, LTG is Lieutenant Governor who worked with divisions inside the district. Yeah, my bad. I, no, you're I okay. Use you're the okay. Key Club lingo. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, right. that was that was how I joined the board at first, and um, yeah, it was a fun year. Met a lot of cool people. Uh, Jessica, yep. as we talked about, she was always usually sat next to me because where they placed me at the head exec table, I was over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was definitely an interesting group to be a part of. Yeah. But then my second year, I had a lot of the same people carry on. So it was definitely like forming a small kind of like friendship family bond with them to the point where you know it's not it's not the same not going to a board meeting like every three months and seeing them mm-hmm. it's kind of it's definitely really weird to just have that taken away but I was glad I wasn't on the district board my third year because like I've told you this before and I've told a couple of my friends the same thing it's it's just so relaxing yeah. to not have something else upon like school and the other organizations that I'm in plus just club uh, level of key club at the same time you know it's just one less thing taken out of the mix and it really kind of took away a lot of stress that I would have been facing this senior year that I definitely didn't need yeah was your dad upset that you didn't win um he was he was happy that I at least tried and like ran a good race with my opponents and everything. Mm-hmm. Actually, I think it was, and this is not the best thing, but uh, two years that I ran for governor, both, and I lost both. I remember. Um, I'm pretty sure I came second in both times. Either that or Jared beat me out for second the first time. One of the two, but I didn't come in last in either of them. I can't. Jared Dutko? Mm-hmm. Oh, I said his last name. Oh, well. He's, he'll be okay. We're friends. I miss that guy, too. No, oh, well. I miss a lot of them. Yeah, it's sad, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. But hopefully we cross paths again. Do hopefully. you talk to any of them? Um, I sometimes talk to Charles, but he doesn't... It's it's difficult for him to respond. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because he always messages me late at night, and I <laughs> am asleep when he texts me, and then I respond. The next day? Yeah. I I know that feeling, brother. So... He's... I mean, we just we just did it this last night. You messaged me, and I was, I was busy at night, and mm-hmm. then I didn't get it until the morning. That's all right. Yeah, I miss Charles, too. Yeah. He's going to Dartmouth, right? New Hampshire, yep. Yep, he's a big boy out there. And he's, like, traveling all over the East Coast right now, too. I see it on his Snapchat story. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. I want to turn up the gain on this. I'm sorry for the people listening. I just want to make sure we get everything. All right. How about now? There we go. I think that's better. Yeah. Dang. This is so unprofessional, Anthony. I can't believe you're having me do this. I'm so disappointed. I'm a perfectionist. What can I say? (laughs) All right. This might be better. Okay. Yeah, I think that's pretty good. Say something for me, Anthony. Bonjour. Bonjour? 
All right. Parts out for the people listening just so they don't hate us. It's probably smart. I'm a very smart man, believe it or not. Do you think that? No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. But uh, it's weird to think how Key Club played a lot. We did a lot of stuff in Key Club. Yeah, that was a big majority of my high school time was dedicated to Key Club. Mm-hmm. So your sister was the international president of Key Club my freshman year, I think. Mm, yes, because she left in Indianapolis, which was your, mm-hmm. which we've already talked about, was your freshman yep. uh, international convention. I remember I shook her hand, and I think she actually remembered my name, and I was like, I can't believe she did that. Yeah, she's good at remembering names. I don't know how. I was impressed. Last time I saw her, I think it was at the last district convention I was at. Was she there whenever you ran for governor the last time? Uh, yeah. That's the last time I saw mm-hmm. her. But, uh, she was a nice lady. She went to Notre Dame, didn't she? Yes, she just graduated. Actually, the same day I did. Really? Hers was our graduation. Dang, so, yeah. that's so kind that was, of a bummer. Yeah. Oh, well. Did I one parent go to one and one go to the other? Yeah. My dad came to mine and my mom was up there. Well, Notre Dame's thing was like a whole weekend. So oh, he, okay. he was up there for like the first two days and then he came down late at night before mine. I gotcha. So, it's not like he wasn't there. He was there for a majority of it, just not getting her diploma. Mm-hmm. So, we talked about your college a little bit, mm-hmm. but what you said there was one other college that you were thought, thinking about going to? Yeah, there were a couple of, of other colleges that I looked at. SLU was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, St. Louis University. Yeah. They just didn't have the major I was looking for. Yeah. Um, so, that one got crossed off real quick. And then the other one I was looking at was DePauw in Greencastle, Indiana. Okay. And um, I'd already applied early to Bradley, and Bradley was my number one school, even still after looking at a couple of others. Mm -hmm. And I had already gotten in, and I found out around October that I'd gotten in. And so I'm like, I don't really want to apply to another college if I've already gotten in. And so I've just been going around doing scholarships for Bradley, making sure that I don't have to pay like a fortune. Yeah, and so, you're in the honors program. Too, I am right? in the honors program. Yeah, that should be fun. That sounds pretty exciting. Yeah. <laughs> I am sorry. That is a spike in the audio. <laughs> oh, well, it happens. It happens. Oh, man. You're going to live on campus, hopefully in the nicer dorm you said. Hopefully, yeah. And you have not met your roommate. And I have not. I signed up for random. So I'm just hoping he's not either A, a psycho, yeah. Or be a douchebag. I hope you don't get murdered in your sleep. I think yeah, so do I. I'd <laughs> be slightly uh, sad. Uh, slightly. Okay. That's fair enough. But y- you are excited, though. Yeah, very excited. Have you already registered for your classes and everything? Uh, no. I, I don't know when I'm going to do that. They, I haven't gotten an email from them. Okay. I like. I have my phone alert me for all emails from Bradley. That's and I smart. haven't gotten anything. Hmm. Well, if it was anything like my college experience... I thought the orientation was pretty dumb. Okay. I thought uh, they're forcing us to talk to people that we don't want to talk to yet. Okay. But in the long run, it was pretty good. I I don't want to feel like I'm lecturing you because you're, I, if you want my honesty, I think you're smarter than me. But I'm going to say this right now. Uh, if the orientation was similar at all to mine, it's going to suck, but you're going to make friends out of it even if you don't expect to. Okay. I remember in my first orientation group, I actually wound up uh, going on a date because of it too, which I thought was kind of funny. But uh, it was it wasn't bad. I made one of my friends that I'm actually going to be living with next year. We became friends out of that. 
And I just, there's another one too that I'm really close friends with. But it's actually pretty cool. As long as you try to stay positive. Right. But sometimes you can't help the angst. Sometimes you just can't fight the angst. But it'll be okay. So you think you're going to be going to Orient? Do you need another Diet Coke yet, by the way? I still got a little bit left. I'm about to crack and open a second one in a second. Yeah, okay, I'll chug this really quick. There you go. All right. What a man. All right. On three. One, two, three. Hey. That was perfect. Yeah, we synchronized that shit. All right. You think you're going to be separated into, like, groups and everything and have, like, some second or third year student show you around and all that jazz? I honestly have no clue. That's okay. Probably. I've heard... I had a cousin who went to Bradley. And my aunt and uncle, I guess, know the people. There's also my cousins. You have um, a lot of cousins there, young man. A lot of, it's a large family, <laughs> the Palazzolo clan is. Um, but yeah, they said that it was a fun orientation. Okay. So, I don't know. I'm pretty excited for it. We'll see. I gotcha. There was something that I thought was pretty interesting about college is that I had a hard time with was just the free time and forcing myself to do stuff and mm-hmm. the sleep schedule. That screwed me up bad, dog. And you sent me a message at 12.30 last night after I went to sleep, <laughs> so I don't know what's going to go on with you. I mean, my friend and I were watching a movie last night, and we didn't get done until about that time. What'd so, you watch? Uh, I'm taking him through the MCU, so we just got... We just finished Phase 1. We're on Iron Man 3. Okay. So, we just watched that. I don't know when we're going to get around to watching the next one. He actually just texted me uh, before we started this, like, Hey, you want to do something? I'm like, can't. I'm busy. <laughs> How would it make you feel if I told you I haven't seen a single Marvel movie? Um, a little disappointed. Um, are they worth it? I, I, the majority of them are, I'd think. What's the worst one? Um, Thor 2. Thor 2, okay. It actually, that's the next one that we're going to watch. And he's like, is it good? I'm like, no. <laughs> it's, it's not good at all, but we're going to watch it still. you, you got to suffer through it. You do have to suffer through it. Okay. Because there's so much stuff that you'll miss from continuing storylines it's like the first 22 movies are one big story hmm. that's interesting it is so all right i want to i'm going to start getting abstract with you if that's okay okay i'm going to start like talking about the future and stuff okay we're going to start we're not going to end the podcast soon but we're going to start getting into like the weeds if that's all right with you all right i so with this whole like tv editing film editing type situation like, do you want to go out to the coast eventually? Like, live out somewhere in the city? Uh, that'll probably have to be where I end up, is L.A. Some place like that. Um, just because, at least in the Midwest, there's no real, like, options here. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless someone builds a, like, Midwest Hollywood anytime soon, there's not going to be anything here. Uh, uh, talking to my cousin's husband, who I visited, we'll call him Art. Art, that's I his like name. Art. Um, we'll talk- call him Art because that's his name. <laughs> we'll call him his name. <laughs> Please continue. Thank you. I uh, I talked to Art and he said the only two real places to move along with this career are L.A. and New York. Mm-hmm. And I thought about New York. I don't know. It's just both of them are such crazy environments. Yeah. yeah, like driving around with art in 
LA, like we almost got hit like maybe five times <laughs> because no one knows how to drive in LA. It's it's insane. That's a shame. And um, New York, I have one of my friends is eventually moving to New York. Actually, no, I just talked to her and she said that she's sadly gonna have to come back to Springfield Ooh. because uh, she originally thought her mom was gonna move up to New York in a couple of years, but her work is promoting her to a new position that they've actually just made. Huh. And she's getting a giant raise. So, sadly, my friend is actually going to be moving back to Springfield. That's a bummer. It is a bummer. Because she wanted to stay in New York where her the rest of her family is. I don't blame her for that. But, so yeah, I'll probably end up in L.A. Just because I've been in that area a little bit. Did and, you like it out there? I oh, yeah. I was getting hit five times. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's a little it's a little hot out there, but I'll, I'll manage. Um, Would you rather be in New York, you think, where it's cooler? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not, no. I was about to say, I'd rather have hot than cold for the most part. I don't know. But I feel like I'll, I'll live where I want, and I'll keep it the temperature that I want when I'm there. Um, but also, with Bradley, there's a semester in Hollywood. Whoa. Yeah, so like you, they have like uh, apartments or something in Hollywood that like students can go stay at. So I feel like, especially after making, after doing that, because I'm going to do that, yes. and making contacts there, I feel like LA will probably be the smarter choice to go to. That makes sense. Yeah. I already got some roots there. You might yeah. as well plan it. Mm-hmm. That's exciting, though, going out to yeah. LA and becoming a big yeah. movie star over there. Unless, you know, you make a show here. Can I, I tell you a secret? Yeah. I've told this to, like, my dream is to get, like, a Tonight Show type thing. I don't know if I'll ever get that far. Everybody has a dream, obviously. Mm-hmm. But what I'd like to do is have a show that I can put in St. Louis. Oh. I want to... Like, everything's always out on the coast. And don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Everybody loves some water. Yeah. But, like, having something in the Midwest that actually brings people to it. Like, St. Louis... Like, the, from my understanding and what I've seen of St. Louis, downtown isn't as big as what it used to be because mm-hmm. everybody's moving out to the suburbs. Yeah. And that happens in Chicago, but there's a lot more stuff going on in Chicago but right. the suburbs get so big. If we can bring something that goes into the city of St. Louis and brings people where, like, the train station becomes hopping again and the stuff around Scott Trade Center, I, they might have renamed it by now already, but where there's stuff that used to be very popular and have stuff happening... Like, whenever you go to Chicago and you want to go someplace, it's there and you are in downtown. And there's shows there. If you go in New York, there's stuff downtown. There's shows there. L.A., the same thing. Mm -hmm. If we can do that to St. Louis and have something in the Midwest like that, I think that'd be amazing. Yeah, and I mean, I would honestly, instead of working with people that I have no clue, I'd I'd rather work with someone that I can trust and know and won't screw me over on, on stuff that I feel would make stuff better. I, if we can ever do this, if, if we can, that would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I would love that. That's what hopefully, if I don't know how my life is going to turn out, and worst case scenario, I never get to do the things that I want to do with this stuff, but I'm going to at least try. Um, not to get all serious right here, but uh, this podcast, I don't know what's going to happen with it. Diet Coke has yet to sponsor me, so it's looking a little grim. Yeah, that's that's not cool. <laughs> but um, scared the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, my Apple Watch is telling me Diet Coke's not gonna sponsor me anytime soon. But uh, 
if I could, I don't know. Like whenever I think about the show and what purpose it serves, I want it to be that uh, it shows people that the world isn't such a bad place. You can make friends that care about you, and you can talk to them, and actually understand people better. That at first, that was not very gentlemanlike. Hopefully, nobody heard that. But um, you can make friends out of people, or have a better understanding with people that at first you wouldn't think you could. And I have some bigger plans for this show coming up. I already have music now. Anthony, I, I did that? hear it. Yeah, it was very exciting. Thank you. Thank did you, you did you find that online, or did you record that yourself? I made that myself. Really? Yes. Yep. Wow. I'm, I'm a professional. That's exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but if I can, the thing is, you heard that saying, "Shoot for the moon, and at least you'll land among the stars," or mm-hmm. some shit yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. It's corny, but. Like, I'm trying this podcast, and there's everybody wants to market themselves anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, people always want to have a blog or a podcast or a website. A lot of people have podcasts. Yes, they do. Like, a lot of people give up on them. Yeah. A lot of people have YouTube channels. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to market themselves. And I think this is going to sound narcissistic almost, but... One, I don't think everybody has something that they should market that everybody's going to listen to. That's true. And I don't think having yourself as the focus of something is necessarily a good thing. I agree with that as well. Like, don't get me wrong, if you can, like comedians and stuff like that, they can do that because they at least try to bring a service to people. Mm -hmm. Whenever you just have a blog or something that doesn't serve a purpose other than you venting, like, what does that do for you? Yeah. Hopefully what this podcast does is bring new people that you wouldn't usually talk to into your life. And hopefully you can either learn something, make your life better, or learn that you can like people that are different than you. Mm-hmm. That's, I'm starting to get real <laughs> abstract out here. <laughs> Kumbaya, my lord. But uh, that's what I think about. And I get excited thinking about the potential that my life has. But... Again, I gotta realize that not everything works out the way it's supposed to. I'll tell you right now, whenever a year ago, whenever I was in your shoes, I guess about more like nine months ago, I guess, but well, that's a lie. I'm trying to think. It probably was over a year. Whenever I realized I wasn't gonna go to the, my college of choice, mm-hmm. that crushed me, dog. I sat in my living room once I opened the email. We sat for like 15 minutes without saying a word. Like, we just sat there, and I was like, what the hell is going to happen now? Don't get me wrong, it was probably for the best. I was going to go in debt if I went, if I did that. But uh, my family, we talk about this stuff because my parents want to be honest with me. They don't want to tell me everything that everything's going to be okay because life gets crazy and not everything happens. But everybody always has a plan for what they want to do. And a lot of people have always told me this. But I guess I've started learning a little bit more now. Is that everybody that you talk to has a plan Mm -hmm. and has an expectation of what's going to happen. But it's very rare that that plan goes the way it's supposed to. Because life's like that. But again, what's the sense of... you got to at least try. If you don't try... Who cares? You might as well just sit in your room and play with yourself all day. <laughs> wow. Oh. Can we can we get that quote, please? Put that on my gravestone. <laughs> Here lies Jackson Knope. <laughs> Quotations. If you're not going to try, just sit in your room and play with yourself. End quote. 
2000 to XXXX, right there. Oh my god, that's fantastic. Hey, <laughs> I'm a quote machine, dog. Alright, we talked about that you're probably going to be going to L.A. I gotta ask, do you have any love interests that we're going to be finding anytime soon? Are you not? You're going to be playing the Bachelor life a little bit longer? Probably. You That's got, probably what it's going to have to be. Got the Stella going on. Oh, here. it's only because my dad's out of town. Oh. Yeah. No. <laughs> Would you like to elaborate that? Oh, uh, okay, yeah. So, <laughs> I got facial hair because my dad's not here. Because <laughs> well, my dad thinks that beards are unprofessional. Really? And that people with beards look like bums. Nah. He's, he's a stickler for stuff like that. He's old school. So, I mean, I don't care. It doesn't look bad. That's what my friends say. Like, beards, who cares? People can look good with beards. Mm -hmm. And so, probably when I go off to college, I'll start growing it out a little bit more. I don't blame you. But, I mean, he's, he's gone for the weekend, so I don't have anyone to bitch at me about it. I so like that. I'm just not going to shave until he gets home. You, the, the actor that played Obi-Wan Kenobi in Star Wars. Which one? Like, uh, episode two and three. Mm -hmm. McGregor. Yeah, like his beard. Yeah, that that's, that's, good. that's a good beard. Yeah, yeah. It's like if like, I, I agree. I, I like that beard, and I like George Harrison's beard. Whenever he was young, I thought that was a cool George Harrison. The Beatles, the guitar. Okay. Player. Like I don't want to look like a hippie, but like if I can have a beard like that, I've been. Sh I bought myself an actual. Well, my parents gave it to me. I don't want to act like I'm a big kid yet. <laughs> but I've been using a real razor, and I've been shaving every day. And so I figure by the time, like, the actual fall semester rolls around, we're going to give the old beard a shot. I mean, I, I like shaving. I like how it feels when you're done. Mm -hmm. But I just don't want to take the time to actually do it. I got you. Do you use, like, an electric razor or a razor razor? Uh, I used to use an electric razor. Yeah, me too. Um, but then it would start to hurt a little bit down in this area. Yeah. I'd get on, on the On the neck. The neck? Not down in any other area on the neck. Oh, yeah. They can't see what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you clarified that. If not, we would probably have a little bit of a problem. Yeah. Does that guy have his pants down in the conference room? <laughs> but, yes, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, no, it started to hurt in that area. So, um, like you, my parents bought me an actual mm -hmm. set of razors. So I got a couple that I use, and then some shaving cream. I respect that. I I want to grow a beard, but I'm afraid that I'm not gonna be able to like mold it the way I want it to. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like that's the worst thing that's gonna happen. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's that breakfast that you had me, <laughs> or if it's the diet coke. But you're I'm the one who decided to order the biscuits and gravy. That was your choice. Hey, man. Anthony bought me breakfast, by the way, because he's a gentleman. He I knows did. how to treat a lady. I did. But, all right. We're, we went off on a major tangent right here. We did. What were we even talking about before? I think we were talking about... I, it was about you going off to California and you being a bachelor, and then it oh, turned into me belching over Diet Coke and gravy. <laughs> anyway, so you're going to go off to college. Mm -hmm. You're going to be living in a dorm. Is it co-ed? Um... I believe the honors floors are, yeah. Okay. Do you think the other floors, like, for different buildings are not co-ed? I think it's, like, each floor is uh, a, a specific gender. Okay. Whereas I think the honors floor, since there's only two of them in one building, I think it's one side is male, one side is female. Okay. I'll ask you this question because I've talked to 
uh, Jacob on the podcast about his honors program, but what made you want to join an honors program in college? What did make me want to join the program? That's a yeah. that's a great question. I'm I'm, I'm a great podcast right um, here, dog. <laughs> Before I go off on tangents, though, <laughs> I don't know. There was uh, it offered like kind of extra classes to take, mm-hmm. um, not necessarily like classes for credits, but like each week offered like a new kind of lesson from a different teacher. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds interesting. Like, it's doing something extra. And then there's like trips to take, I think, like, really? around Peoria. Okay. Yeah. So are there like, <laughs> you okay? Are there like, is there a set syllabus or is each class different? No, I think each class is, is just kind of like its own, like, unique I, thing. I don't think it's like a, a grade thing. I think it's like, participation and stuff like Whoa. that like you you doing this for fun that's at least that's what i got i okay. could also be completely wrong okay about what this is but well still there's at least some truth out of magic yeah to that. yeah uh I, I know the different classes are 100 percent for real i just don't know if it's like for an actual like credit mm-hmm. or for if it's just like for fun with the program and stuff like that do you get like honors on your diploma and everything i believe so yeah well that's pretty dope so are you taking just traditional classes as well? Uh, yeah. So you take general education requirements and all that jazz? I think so. All right. I know I have to do a couple journalism classes this freshman year. Well, that's... Like writing and I, stuff like that. At least you're doing stuff towards your major. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm take, I took one communications class, and I don't even count that because it's something we all have to take. It was oral communications. That was... I'll tell you right now... I hate it when people tell me what to do, especially when people tell me what to say. That mm-hmm. usually goes off the rails pretty fast. But uh, I, I passed that class, thankfully. <laughs> but we're making it through college. I know that that's a big thing that Bradley prides himself on, is you take classes starting freshman year that are 100% going to help out with your major. Wow. Like, they, they start doing that, like, right away. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. So is that like another reason why you picked Bradley? Because yeah. you knew you'd be able to start. I didn't. I didn't want to have to take classes for a full year that had nothing to, to do, do with it. with what I was eventually gonna do with my life. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's a waste of time. Because I, I already had four years of that with high school. Yeah, you're not gonna be using the quadratic formula. Oh, I hope not. <laughs> I hate math so much. Yeah. What was your least favorite subject in high school? Definitely pre-calc. Pre-calc? Pre-calc was my least favorite class I've ever taken in high school. Mm-hmm. It was just, first semester was fine, because it was like just using stuff that I'd already known and like making it a little bit more difficult. But then you get into throwing signs in and dividing signs by inverse of sign. And I'm like, what even is this class? What mm-hmm. is the point of this? Like, yeah, some, some people might have to use that if you're going to be like a math teacher. I feel like that's the one career choice where you're actually going to need to know that stuff. Yeah, I don't get... I, people that usually go into those classes and take them, I guess, are going to go into engineering. But most of it's just like math to do math. Yeah. I've never ever used a quadratic formula after I've gotten out of high school other than another math class. But it happens, I guess. So... I want to get another question in about you as a person there, Anthony. All right. So, growing up and all that, Key Club, all that jazz, mm-hmm. like, was it hard for you to, like, I guess, 
I don't want to say talk to people, but did you ever find yourself not wanting to be like going to these key club things? Did you ever feel pressured into doing it after you joined like the district board and all that jazz? Not really. I mean, there were definitely times where I didn't want to go to this, some of the stuff that was going on, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, it was more the reason that I went was because of the obligation that I had in my role. It wasn't because I felt pressured by my dad or my sister or anything. It was because I knew that I had to do it um, in order to get through this term without being deemed a failure. Yeah. That's kind of why I did a lot of it is because I didn't want people to see me as a failure of the roles that I did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but like I said, no one really pressured me to do it. It was just sort of like my own thing eventually. And I didn't, even like the fall leadership rallies, I didn't really have to go to all four. Uh-huh. Um, it was just a thing that I did to, you know, make sure that everything went well. I mean, sense. as an executive, I did kind of have to go to all four, at least for the first year. Yeah. But um, for DCLC chair, the second year, I didn't have to go to all four because I had Briar, who was my co-chair, who could also mm-hmm. go to a lot of them so that I didn't have to. But no, I went to all four both years and it was, I didn't, I don't enjoy the FLRs. The FLRs aren't fun to me. No, nah, it's just a bunch of classes. Yeah. But. Fall leadership rounds? Yeah. Fall leadership <laughs> Sorry, I keep going. No, you're really okay. Go. You're okay. That's um, what happens when you're in it for four years. <laughs> I relate to it a little bit, brother. Um, it's weird. Like, do you ever think about all the people that you've met? And do you ever wonder if you're going to see them again? Sometimes. I miss a lot of them. Like Charles and Alex and Ben and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, those are a lot of the, the big ones that I really made friends with. Yeah, you spent a lot of time with them. Yeah. And then, uh, like, some people... I know this will be my last international convention. Oh, are you still you're I'm going? going? I'm going to Baltimore. Oh yeah, okay. So that'll be fun. And then I've got some people from Pontiac that I'm friends with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, since my dad is still, he's taken over as district administrator. All right. Is he like interim or is he the official district? Last manager? year was interim. This year he's like full on. Okay. This Balls is, to the wall. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's where he actually is this weekend. This is the. Lights went out. <laughs> This is the June board meeting this weekend. Oh, really? So, um, that's where he is now. And I mean, I see, I still kind of take part in it. Like, so my dad will sit my sister and I down and he'll go through some of the stuff that they're doing and he'll ask our advice since we've been on the district board and we're young about like what mm-hmm. would be the best course of action for him to take with helping out the high school students. Because his job is basically just to guide them along the path because since it's a student-led organization they do everything he's just there to kind of like make sure that they keep on schedule of what they need to do and give advice if they ask him any questions mm-hmm. since he's been doing it for like 80 years <laughs> so he's got plenty of experience he does he has a lot of experience with that i got you did you go to the i guess it would have been your last district convention i did was yes. it sad a little bit, yeah. Was it okay since you know that you're going to Icon? Yeah. I feel like I'll definitely feel it more. Yeah. I'll be honest. I was pretty emotional that last district convention. I was pretty rough. But that's what happens. 
thankfully I get to at least talk to some of you guys and yeah you're yeah. sitting right across from me so I mean with you living in Springfield it's like pretty convenient. you're at max like 10 minutes away from my house mm-hmm that's pretty nice yeah it's gonna be interesting seeing you go to Peoria yeah well you know what's funny is I'll have when Charles is in town and if I'm still there I'll be able to hang out with Charles and then if I'm here and you're still in school there you I'll, go I'll, possibly be able to hang out with you it's the circle of life it right is there it is i find it funny that you followed me i followed charles and then charles just went to new hampshire mm-hmm. charles is a free spirit in some ways yeah all right we're gonna get into the hard questions now big dog are you ready i guess yeah all right yeah I've, I've gone this far i don't feel like i really have a choice at this point i got you you have listened to the podcast before which yes yeah i've listened to the podcast i've had I can't tell you how many people that listen to the that don't listen to the podcast and say they want to be on the podcast, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Yeah." It's like why why be on it if you haven't listened to like everything that's happened before? That's at least my opinion on it. I respect that opinion. That makes me feel like I'm doing something right. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna ask you what makes you happy. Okay. But um, I want you before we get too far into it, like you can. Like this kind of carte blanche thing, you can say what you want to say, obviously. There's not too much pressure in the question other than, like, what do you think will make you happy in life, but also what makes you happy in life currently? What makes Anthony Palazzolo tick? Um, you know, my friends. My friends are a big part. Mm-hmm. Um, when you were walking back down, I saw that you liked my picture, uh-huh. and uh, that, that's especially a group of my friends three of them that I graduated from grade school with mm-hmm. and one of them who went to a different grade school but we were still friends with because he was on uh, the basketball team with two of them and um, just having people that understand what I've, what I've done and who I am mm-hmm. and hanging out with them and doing all the stupid shit that we do together that makes me happy mm-hmm. um, film just editing and film stuff that makes me happy the class was a big thing, and even so much to the point where my friend, who's with uh, in there, and I have somewhat made our own production thing, mm-hmm. Red Star Productions. Red Star Productions. Red Star Productions. Where it can sounds, we find it them? sounds communist, but it's not. <laughs> um, we do have a YouTube channel. One problem is that there's a lot of other channels called Red, Red Star, Star Productions. So we've named it Red Star Entertainment. If you can find us, good luck. I don't know. We're very deep down in there. Do you guys have an Instagram or Twitter? Or uh, not yet. Like I'll probably make an Instagram like in a couple weeks after I talk to my friend about it. All right. Um, I'll, I'll plug it in thank our you. posts on social thank media. You. Um, let's see. What else? We... Um, I'm still talking about the production agency a little bit here because it's just it's really fun I've I've worked with my friend uh, Max who is a quote unquote SoundCloud rapper I like that yeah (laughs) I love SoundCloud rapper uh, I've worked with him on one music video ooh Uh, and it was it was pretty good if I do say so myself it ended up being a pretty good video but uh, is that on YouTube too? it was on YouTube Um, it was my friend later realized that it wasn't exactly the message that he wanted to send out so he asked me kindly if i would take it off but i still i have it on my computer it's still saved the video i took it off youtube but i still have everything 
on okay. this and my hard drive at home. Um, and then my friend and I also have a couple other projects that we want to do. Earlier in the school year, we wrote a script for a horror film. Mm-hmm. And we got actors and everything, but it was difficult because we couldn't get everyone's schedule to match up. And then one of the person that we had for uh, as an actor approached me at his graduation party. He's like, so when are we going to do this horror film thing? I'm like, <laughs> I, I want to do it. I'll talk to Luke, who, who's my partner in this, I guess, and we'll, we'll figure out you know when we can do this so I talked to him about it we also have another project that we've written a couple scripts for about what we want to do that's he sounds like you got a lot going on we do have a lot going on it's just we write scripts and then we find it difficult to get together to actually film at least for the second thing for the horror film we've already got everything that we need bought we've Uh got like uh, fake blood we've got chains and we've got a creepy mask for the for the murderer to wear, um, so it's just that one is just a matter of making sure everyone still wants to do it and yeah. finding a time to film. Okay, um, and then the other project that we're wanting to do, we still have to buy all of our equipment for, like costumes and stuff like that. So we're going like full in on this, like we're using our money. It sounds like it. Yeah. Is I mean, anybody paying you, or is this all out of passion, dog? This is all out of fun. Dang. Yeah. That's what I like to hear. So it's just like we don't. We might get probably not. We were talking since we're putting it on YouTube. We're like ad revenue or something. Yeah. No. We we were joking around with each other like hey, man we're gonna we're gonna make so much money we're gonna be YouTubers man and then we're just we're like no we're not. Because it's like, we're somewhat good, uh-huh. but also the stuff that we make is just so stupid that no one's actually going to watch it. <laughs> it's, so is it like a comedy horror movie? Is it going to be like Oh, no, the horror, horror movie horror. is supposed to actually be like serious. I got you. Which is difficult because all the other projects that we've made in the class are funny. Are stupid. Okay. And like, yeah, funny, but they're just really stupid. Um, I'm trying to think of all the stuff that we've done. We did a Bigfoot film. <laughs> Okay. That was funny. Actually, uh, one of the actors that we have for the horror film, because we we liked him so much in the Bigfoot film that we're like, hey, we're going to get him in this. He wants to be like an actual actor. And he's like, yeah, I'll do it. You guys are the only thing I have in Springfield to like do acting with. Okay. So we have him for a bunch of other projects that we do. And then, what else have we done? We did an office spoof, but with the broadcasting class. Okay. Which was pretty funny. I gotcha. Um, so yeah, just look, th- those are all like our class stuff that we've done. <laughs> so we have to make it like appropriate. Okay. So we so can't, we can't go. go all like full out on it. Um, but one of my other friends and I did a math project, and our math teacher is a little more lenient than our broadcasting teacher, mm-hmm. and she let us have two bleeped out words and gave us a bastard. Like she let us say bastard in the script. Nice. So we had a little, we had a little bit of fun with that. That sounds like you're doing a lot of stuff. Here. Yeah. Um, I have a bunch of just videos. I'm sorry about that one. That's all right. That's Siri telling me that Diet Coke still hasn't answered my calls. <laughs> oh God. Um. Uh, just a bunch of projects that I've done are just on my hard drive. And I've moved on my computer, and I've moved them over to a, a 
external hard drive so that if something happens to my computer, I've still got all that saved. So is all the stuff on YouTube? Um, all of the class stuff is on our SHE Broadcasting mm-hmm. YouTube channel. Um, it'll be a bit difficult to find all the stuff that we've done because it doesn't it sometimes doesn't have the last names on it okay um but i'd I'd recommend going and subscribing to that channel because s h broadcasting you don't have to put that in anything we'll just keep it on this um because i don't want to completely advertise that because i'd rather advertise my thing red star red star Entertainment. entertainment i believe yeah is there anything on that channel there are two videos. I think we have the Bigfoot film on that because we took it off of, well, we ripped it from the Cyclone, the right. SHG Broadcasting, and put it on that because uh, that's one of the favorite, our favorite projects that we've done. And then we have, <laughs> I told you earlier, we do a, the stupid podcast thing. We have the first episode of that on there. I got you. Which is like, how long is it? It's a long one. Oh, I don't know. It's just a bunch of stupid shit that we've done. And we have like, what we do is we don't do it like this. Like we actually like cut and edit that uh-huh. that stupid podcast that we do, and there's like four other episodes that we haven't done yet. Okay, like recorded, haven't recorded. They're, they're, no, they're recorded. You just haven't. We just haven't and edited them. edited or uploaded them at all. The second one is bad because we weren't wanting to do it that day, and we still we still uh, did it. You forced it out. Yeah, it's like whenever you're constipated and you want to go to the bathroom. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> It, it wasn't bad. We have some small areas in there where we have some actual conversations about stuff, but there's just a lot of just broken periods in there of us not talking not, and thinking about stuff to say. I gotcha. So. That's all right. Yeah. As long as you're trying to make it happen, that's the main thing. Yeah. Are you still going to... Con- 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 <laughs> Are you still going to continue to do the podcast, though? Um... <laughs> It's a little bit difficult because we don't have like we used to use our like class broadcasting cameras. Yeah. Because they have like expensive cameras for Wait, that. Wait, so you recorded f- video and f- video and audio for? Yeah, it? it's 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 a video. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's a bit difficult because we don't have those cameras anymore. So mm-hmm. we'll probably have to figure out a way to keep one of our phones up there if we want to do it. Yeah. Um, unless I. And somehow able to contact my teacher and be like, hey, let us take these cameras. <laughs> no, that'd be pretty cool. But he's probably not going to let us do that. But it's worth, it's worth a shot because he likes both of us, so it, it's worth a shot. Okay. Well, so. I don't know if it'll help you at all, but uh, in Brookings, there's an audio lab down there. Oh, yeah? So if you ever wanted to do it like in another space, I think that's pretty professional in there. Okay. Because, yeah, usually what we do is... <clears throat> we took the portable green screen uh-huh. from our area and we just set it up behind us and we got a table and just sat there. So I feel like an actual professional area would be good. <laughs> you have a green screen though? A portable green screen. That's yeah. still pretty cool yeah. though. And uh, we have our classroom is like long rows of tables with computers on them. Uh-huh. And then we have another room that's specifically for our class. Like, that classroom is used for a couple of others that use those computers. Uh-huh. But we have a studio in the other room, which is where we have a table and an actual green screen with a camera and a TV where you can hook the camera up to the TV and look at the TV and see what's being filmed and stuff like that. It's We've got... We just got a lot of new stuff this year that I'm sad I won't be able to use because I'm leaving. That's still pretty impressive. Yeah. Though. Well, 
you're going to be going to college for that. So yeah. I'd say you're going to get to work with hopefully better stuff. And I'm saving up. There's a bunch of stuff that I want to buy now that I have a job. Uh-huh. And I think I might save up some money to buy a camera. I don't blame you. Yeah. Like you bought this microphone, except it's going to be much more expensive. Yeah, I'd imagine. <laughs> Cameras aren't cheap there, big dog. No, they're not. This, like, this laptop isn't mine. This is the school's laptop. Is it really? I have to give it back in three years. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm hopefully going to have, like, something to... I'm going to be honest. I'm not the most tech-savvy human being. Mm-hmm. So, what you're seeing right now is what you're getting right, right. now. Right, okay. So, like, I heard Joey Diaz, he's a comic, say... Oh, fuck production as long as you got heart. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I'm going to work on the production aspect, though. But, uh, like, have you ever thought about getting eventually a studio where you do stuff or use a studio at your college? Or? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, there's... We have, like... At, I shouldn't say we yet because I don't go, but Bradley has a... You're going to be a student. I will be, but... You. Uh, <laughs> they have, a, um, like, an actual, like, newsroom in there mm-hmm. which is pretty cool but I don't know I might it's difficult because my friend who I my partner and all this stuff Luke he's two years younger than me oh. so it's not like he'll be there with me or anything and I can't have him drive up an hour to Peoria to do that in a studio Yeah. so it's just kind of like figuring out are you going to try to do most of it whenever you have time in Springfield you yeah think? yeah uh my goal, and I've talked to him and my parents about this a little bit, possibly coming down every other weekend seems too much, but yeah, something like good. that, or maybe like every two weekends, come down and we can do stuff. Well, um, it's only an hour away, which yeah, isn't too bad. Yeah, so I can easily come down after classes on Friday and go up Sunday night. Like if it was a drive like from here to Carbondale, like what I do, or... Mm-hmm. Going from here to St. Louis, which is two hours, that's right. still be pushing it. Yeah. And you'll be driving in another city. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's all about what you're willing to do. And right. if you like it enough, I, yeah. I, I, I'd make a three hour drive if you liked it enough. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Uh, I'd say as long as you have passion for it, which it sounds like you do, which not everybody can say they have that, man. Right. Especially, it sounds like you're serious about it. I am. I, I love doing this. That's exciting. Yeah. I can't wait to see. I bet you make it. I have faith in you. I hope I do. I'm, I'm not going to blow smoke on you because I don't like doing it. Uh, but if you go out to L.A. and become a big shot, that'll be exciting. Uh, that's the dream. Well, as long so, as you try your best. And I mean, I want to not only edit. I, my goal is to also hopefully direct as well be like actually mo- moving the camera or at least telling people where to move the camera so so would you do like writing and stuff would you be a writer writing is my least favorite part of the process but really? i'll have to do it i got you yeah i don't enjoy writing because like i'll take an idea and i can like imagine what i want to do i can see what i want to do but putting it down into words is so much more difficult mm-hmm. than it sounds it sounds weird, but no, like it's I'm an actual you. thing. Um, I, I can't. I can see what I want to do, but putting it down on paper are two different things, and it's pretty difficult. Mm-hmm. Like writing the writing the horror film is difficult because what I do is I I go off on tangents of just writing and writing and writing, and it would 
be good at the beginning <laughs> and then it would just go on to be shit and then I'd wake up and read it the next day and I'm like what did I what I write yeah. why did I do this this isn't good <laughs> well I imagine you're not the only person that feels that way about their writing but if something that our honors program tried to teach us is like one of the first things that we read was first drafts are shitty mm-hmm. and I bet I don't. Do you just dislike the idea of trying to manipulate the thing that you want into words? Does that just seem difficult, or you just don't enjoy it? Period. Uh, it's a little bit of a mixture of both. I got you. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I can be a writer. I think I'm. Most of what I want to do is like comedy and stuff, mm-hmm. and I feel like I have the capacity to be funny. But you writing, do. well, thank you. But like writing it down seems like a whole new thing. Yeah. Like it's a lot easier to just be ah, spontaneous than, but that's neither here nor there, I guess. But I don't know. You being a director, though, that sounds kind of wild. Yeah. So would you ever try to? Well, you're obviously making productions and like you have ideas of like a horror thing that you mm-hmm. want to do. Would you ever try to write like a feature length film as a practice or a project? Or good lord, that'd be really difficult. I'd imagine. I mean. For the past two years, I've been writing stuff with a limit of, like, ten minutes. Okay. Uh, the horror film would probably be a little bit longer than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just... It would it would be difficult for my friend and I to drag out a script for that long. Yeah. Because usually what it goes on is, like... The normal thing is, like, one page is one minute of film. Okay. Which for us, how it usually turns out is one minute is about 30 to 45 seconds, okay. if anything. Because like for our office script, we had about 10 pages, and it ended up being like five minutes long. I uh, gotcha. So that's usually how it is. And this horror film is like, I haven't even looked at the script for so long because we wanted to do it at the beginning of the year, and then it just never happened. It was, I think, maybe 20 pages, maybe a little bit longer than that. Okay. So, like, we eventually got it, and it's it's an interesting story. At least that's what my actors said. Um, so look at you—you you got actors. Hey, man, <laughs> I got six good actors. Uh, one really good actor, but it was just difficult to get everyone there at the same time. I got you. So I don't know, man. I I hope you keep doing it, though. I I want to. I know that. It's just. It is difficult since we don't have an actual camera to film with. Mm-hmm. Like using our phones is okay, but it's like there's, it's just you can't keep it steady as as much as you'd like to with a with an actual camera. I got you. So, well, I'm gonna circle back around to that question I yeah. asked you about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I feel like it was a couple minutes ago, but it's no big deal. I, I'm I sorry, I went off on a, I went off on a tangent this time. No, that's okay. It was a good tangent. I enjoyed it. So you said your friends make you happy. Yeah. Having people know you and let you enjoy who you want to be makes mm-hmm. you happy. The whole film process, editing, makes you happy. Was there anything else that you can think about? Um, I mean, I guess my family. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, I'll throw those guys in there. No, uh, I, would, I would definitely say my family. They, um, <clears throat> they're insane. They really are. But, they seem like you have some characters from yeah. the ones I met. Mm-hmm. But especially my dad's side, it's a it's a good group of, of people. And we 
try and get together a lot and do different games. So that's it's always fun to continuously see people. Um, not the biggest fan of my mom's side. Yeah. But um, I don't know. It, it, is, it is what it is. I gotcha. But yeah, my dad's side is, is the main... They're my family. My There's a couple people on my mom's side. Like my aunt who gave me my who gave me arts is my mom's sister mm-hmm. um, so she's definitely up there because of that but the rest of them are just kind of weird about us that's a shame yeah but yeah spending time with my family is fun when my sister isn't driving me insane um, you and your sister get along okay or is it kind of usually usually then one of us says something that annoys the other and Uh-oh. it usually goes sour for a couple of hours and then we're fine again. Well, that's cool. But, yeah. You and Maria, like, you can tell you're related, but you guys definitely are unique from each other. Yeah. We're very similar in some aspects. Um, it's mainly in looks. We look a lot like my mom. Yeah. We both do. And, uh, but then we're different to the point where I have friends. <laughs> That sounded a lot worse <laughs> than in my head. I'll let you elaborate. Yeah, that makes me really better. Um, we really kind of joked about it because at my graduation, I have a lot of friends who are still in town because they haven't left yet. Mm-hmm. So I was spending graduation talking with my friends because they were there, and I'm like, they don't know anyone else here, so I'll talk to them. And she was talking to our family. I got so Because everyone, all of her good friends don't live in Springfield because a lot of her good friends went to Notre Dame. Okay. So they live far away. But... I gotcha. Well, at least you have friends. I do. I do have friends, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to see where we're at and I think we're going to start winding down there, young blood. All right. What did you think of the Jackson Cano podcast right there? It was a great experience. Would you do it again? Yeah. All right. Either... After we both finish another year of college, or however long it takes, we'll probably look back on everything, you know, guess how far we got. Yeah. On this one right here. Oh, you want me to guess how far we... Guess how long? 45 minutes. We got to an hour and almost 18 minutes. Really? 18 minutes, yes. Really? It does not feel that long at all. Trust me, man. If we're not careful, we could talk a bunch (laughs) longer, so we're just going to make sure we keep it short and sweet for the most part. All right. But I... Like, usually podcasts that go on longer than an hour and a half, they kind of tend to drag from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. But I think people can tell that we have some chemistry, so they yeah. should at least laugh. Yeah. But uh, first off, I want to say Red Star Entertainment. They need to Red follow Star on yeah. YouTube. YouTube. Yes. We don't have a Instagram yet. Like I said, I'll probably make that in a couple weeks. I, From what it sounds like, it sounds pretty impressive. And I know that you don't half-ass things, so I think that's pretty cool. Uh, other things that you want to plug, you think, other than Red Star Entertainment? Um, I'll plug my friends. There you go. Uh, White Migos. White Migos. White Migos. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, that's that's a name. It's pretty funny stuff. Okay. Is, uh, is that his SoundCloud? That is his SoundCloud, is White Migos. It's him and two other people. And I just heard that they're coming out with a new song, I think, in a couple weeks. I got you. So, do you feature on it? No, I do not. Fe- I I film. That's all I do. I'd love to hear Anthony Powell's uh, little feature you would, over there. You would not. You really? You would not like to hear that. Okay. 
Um, you have any closing remarks about this? Um, it was fun. I thoroughly enjoyed everything about this. I'd hope so. Yeah. I think this was a pretty good episode, if you ask me. Yeah. Uh, first off, I'd like to thank Guy Coke for not sponsoring but giving me a drink. Uh, if you want to holler at your boy, uh, Coca-Cola, I sent you an email about two or three, four, five or six months ago. But it's the Pursuit of Happiness podcast with Jackson Canope on Instagram. Uh, I use my Twitter, my personal Twitter for it. Uh, use my personal Snapchat for it. Uh, got my SoundCloud. Got iTunes and Spotify. Got my whole intro music now, so I'm a big baller right here. But uh, I'm going to try to look into some sponsorships, and I think that's the next step in my journey. I think last time I checked, I did some math. I... My SoundCloud and my Spotify plays don't put each other together. So last time I checked, I did the math. I'm getting close to really 1,900 with my SoundCloud and Spotify, and that doesn't count my iTunes plays. So I bet I'm close to 2,000, if not over 2,000 now. Damn. But uh, it's been going on since September. But it's been a good journey. I've thought about things that I should change, if anything. I I don't know. I just want this thing to be enjoyable for people that actually want to listen to it. I know my parents probably listen to this and uh, maybe some couple of friends. And maybe there's a bunch of people that I don't know listen to it. But it's just kind of what I hope for to be enjoyable. Something that keeps people company or gives new light on a certain person or a certain topic. Kumbaya. Come together in the river. Love each other. Peace, love, and Diet Coke. I don't know. <laughs> But I'd like to thank you all for listening. This is the 22nd Pursuit of Happiness episode with my friend Anthony Palazzolo. That was very enjoyable. Thank you. And I agree. follow Red Star Entertainment Red on Star YouTube. Entertainment. So if, if you guys find us, you guys are real troopers. I'll try. I'm going to go on YouTube and like actually look up the name and copy and paste it in my okay. Instagram thing for you. But I have 152 followers on Instagram, so nice. hopefully somebody follows you. Or subscribes to you, I mean. Right. But, again... Mm. Thank you, everyone. Please pursue your own happiness. Be all about that. I love you all, and I will see you next time.